I'm watching a show on TV. I'm really not following it as much. But the one thing that I did follow was him getting information about his juvenile life and discovering, as he said it, who the fuck was I? And I don't know why, but it made me think about so many people who didn't understand who the fuck I was when I was living in San Diego when I was working at the microbiology lab when I was trying to deal with bullies all around me in the workforce they didn't understand what I was dealing with in my personal life. I don't know why it hit me all of a sudden, but it did. I was mentally and verbally abused by my partner. So not only was I dealing with the intense bulliness that was coming from my workplace, but I was also dealing with the emotional torment of living in a relationship that was extremely unhealthy and controlling. I don't know where to go with this, except that I just needed to say this out loud when you don't know don't assume it's not all about us as it is all about us in conjunction with everyone with whom we come into contact You know, from Alice's standpoint, I felt like I was being bullied because she couldn't accept the fact that her son is gay. Fine. I deal with that. With others in the lab who bowed at the foot of Alice because they didn't want to... I don't know, they didn't want to get blackballed for lack of a better way to put it or looked upon in a negative way or y'all hearing this fill in the blanks I get it I would probably do the same thing in my immature state so let's make that distinction here in my immature state I would have made those decisions in my educated and my mature state I never would have worshipped at the altar 
of a bully. And the reality is, a bully is just an insecure person who was trying to kick somebody else down to make themselves feel better. And when I reminisce about Alice, that's exactly, exactly the type of person she was. And maybe she still is. But she had so many enablers around her who gave her the power to continue. You know, it's interesting to add on to this podcast after I thought I'd signed off with Till Next Time or I've Lived to Tell blah 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 people wondering so why if you were in this type of unhealthy relationship why did you quit why did you move to the Bay Area It's interesting psychologically that it would be something that somebody would not understand. I was at the end of my rope. What else was I going to do? Stay stuck in the same dynamic? It was kind of like a push and pull. Do I go with the abusive relationship to someplace unknown that might be better or stay stuck in an environment aka a relationship that was never going to get better never going to be healthy never And so that's the reason why I decided, because I was at the end of my rope, I could not deal any longer with the microbiology lab. And my only option was to choose to move. Thank you to Sherry for allowing me access to Joe and a new job that I had no idea where it was going to go. I was, for lack of a better way to put it, brainwashed to think that as an administrative assistant, this was the way that I was going to live my life forever as an administrative assistant. And it wasn't until I made the decision to choose one evil over the other evil and move to the Bay Area that my life changed in such a positive way to realize, wow, I'm valued. My life, I means something to others wow if I mean something to others then maybe that means that I can mean something to myself it took a while up and down 
but I was afforded the opportunity to step in that direction and not stay stuck in the quagmire that was the microbiology lab. Because, you know, no disrespect, but I've told several people that I'm still Facebook friends, social media friends with individuals who were still in the microbiology lab when I left. And they were still there when they retired from the University of California. I'm not making a judgment. I have no idea how things have changed, but I can only imagine how my life would have continued under those circumstances. I made the leap and I'm so grateful for making that leap because it made such a difference in my life. And I think that's the reason why I'm sharing this podcast with anybody who will listen. Don't think that you are fucking stuck in anything. Don't allow people to abuse you and make you think that you are less than. It doesn't work that way. Even though the individuals who are supporting the notion that you are less than, based on my experience, are still victims of the bully that they are afraid of. And we all do what we need to do in the circumstances. We all did. But what I've realized is it starts with one. And if you've got one individual who was determined to dominate in a negative way based on her insecurities about her and everything that's going along with what she's living, then we're starting out in the negative. It takes us, all of us, to realize that's not the way. It's not healthy. And we can step up. And we can step forward. Maybe we're in a position where we may think it's too late for us to do anything about it. But you know what I'm telling you? It's never too late. That's why I'm making this podcast. It's not to condemn anyone. It's more about a therapeutical realization for me that I can share with others so that maybe they can learn. We all make mistakes. But you know what? We can all 
learn and grow from our mistakes. I can only hope that Alice found herself in that position. But you know what? Based on everything that I experienced, I'm not holding out hope. So all of us who were dragged into the web of this unhealthiness, let's make ourselves better people because we understand the mistakes and the positions we found ourselves in and lessons that we've learned because of it. Now, I really am going to sign off with I've lived to tell till next time. Until I step in for one more update. You know, I did make the decision to move to the Bay Area to be with Jerry. And I did go through a lot of abuse in the relationship with Jerry. And, you know, psychologically speaking, being a codependent, I felt like, you know, if you love somebody, then you go through it and you make things better because that's what being in love means until it gets to a point where it's extremely unhealthy and you realize, well, I never really loved this person. However, as I've stated in a podcast previously, when I was getting ready to move back to the Bay Area or Southern California, I was sitting in BART and thinking, what a waste of 20 years, until I realized, wow, I have accomplished so much in the last 20 years from moving from Southern California to the Bay Area. And even though I have no respect for Jerry and no love for Jerry, I thank Jerry for being the catalyst for where I am right now. And I'm so proud of where I am right now and where I'm going from right now. Lesson learned? Absolutely. I hope you hear me. This is the message that I'm trying to send to anybody who cares, who will listen. Oh, I'd live to tell till next time. Okay, I'll do that again. Anyway. Thank <sniffs> you.